It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Dizzy Gillespie. business time which is very much important yeah it is. megan it's time to watch the muppets it is and i'm so excited to be talking about the muppets with you again megan so okay last week's episode i said that we were watching the phyllis george episode but that's that was wrong. wrong disney plus's order was demanding us to watch the dizzy gillespie episode so we watched the dizzy gillespie episode of the muppet show and god forbid i have to go back into the episode stream and like pick a different episode it's like no dizzy was my next episode on the list yeah we followed disney plus we this is so okay don't pay attention to past doug that was recorded in like early december right something like that wow we did a lot. we recorded that episode a long time ago we did a lot of i don't even know who that is yeah i don't i'm not that person anymore i'm so different now but in the meantime speaking of last week's episode we did we had watched the lola falana episode right we got a message yay somebody messaged us right do you have it up or do you want me to pull it up um you know what i did have it up but of course i can't be prepared so i have it right here be prepared do you want me to read it i'm usually the reader and I'm just, I'm reading the name and I, you know how like Twitter handles, like you're not sure. It just looks like, yeah, where, where's your break? Exactly. And uh-huh. honestly, I, um, that happened to me this morning. Um, there's a spot in Highland Park called Kit T uh-huh. and it's Boba T and it's K-I-T. T-E-A. Yeah. Like and cat. then there's cats everywhere, uh-huh. like in the shop. <laughs> and I saw their website listed and it's like, it was like Kit T nj.com mm-hmm. but i like read the t with the n attached Kit-tinge? to it yeah so I you're like, like what yeah and i just read Kit-tinge? that so anyway i didn't want to make long story short didn't want to pronounce this name wrong but i think it's aunt sam thomas anyway he added dumple stiltskin and it's time to watch the muppets aka also megan <laughs> and <laughs> said he was a little or they sorry they were a little disappointed um, you didn't look at the Muppet Wiki page for the song Smile during the Falana recap. It has a connection to a Muppet performer that I think you'd like to know about. Can you get, can I get your reaction? All right, so let's go check this out. All right, I'm loading back up the Lola Falana section And I here. just learned how to read the other day, so no, <laughs> no, no judging. Listen, I do it on this show all the time, and I'm like, I just edit it out. I make it sound better. I. Well. Okay, so here's Smile. All right. Lola Falana sings Smile to Gonzo in episode 411 of The Muppet Show. The song has been cited as Carol Spinney's favorite song and has been performed at a number of events paying tribute to him, including the 2018 Puppets for Puppetry event, where it was performed by Jason Mraz, Elmo, Abby Cadabby, and Big Bird. Carol Spinney's retirement party and Spinney's memorial service were performed by Leslie Carrera Rudolph. That's so nice. It's also credited as being... For, by, by music by Charlie Chaplin. This is yeah. crazy. Which is awesome because you just told me um, that outside of Muppet Studio is a statue of Kermit the Frog dressed as Charlie yeah. Chaplin. We when I drove past there a million years ago, I like I lost my mind. I was like, oh my god, that's Muppet Studios, and then I was like, oh my god, there's a huge Kermit the Frog outside the thing. So we like slowly. This is when we went to L.A. We borrowed um, our friend's car. 
she had work one day and she was like, well, do you want to just drop me off at work and take my car and like drive around the city? And we were like, absolutely. Yeah, we that's want to do awesome. that. That sounds so much fun. Yeah. So yeah, we borrowed her car and we drove all around like this little kitschy shit that like she lived in LA for two years by then. She didn't want to go see the Hollywood mm-hmm. Walk of Fame. She didn't want to go see, you know, like, you know, I haven't sign, seen, the, I've been to you know. LA, I feel like a bunch of times and I don't know, I haven't seen a whole lot of kitschy stuff that I, and I want to like that, you know, when people come <laughs> out this Muppet way, studio. <laughs> when people come out this way and they're like, Oh, we're going to go to the city. I'm like, Oh, okay. Have fun. You know, like, <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, go off to New York. What are you doing go there? Off. And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go see like the tree or whatever around yeah. Christmas time." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, have fun." And maybe we'll skate. I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you want to pay like sixty bucks to go have skating fucking in a fun. really crowded?" Uh, we went. <laughs> I went to a concert in December. And when we got on the train, the conductor literally looked at us and was like, "Oh, what are you going to see the tree?" And we were like, "No, like, <laughs> we're going to a concert. Leave us alone." Yeah, leave us be. All right, so I feel like I should start this episode now. Well, first of all, thank you for the message. Yeah, we love thank getting... you so much for message the message. Us, we everyone. love it. So let's get this episode started. Why don't you get me started? By reading the premise to today's episode, because we didn't read it last week. We read the wrong premise. Oh, you yeah, ready? we totally read the wrong so premise. So Staller is sick of the show, so Waldorf brings his wife, Astoria, to the show. This already I was know. such a wonderful, stupid thing. I okay. Know. Meanwhile, Inspector Labrea of the County Environmental Department arrives backstage to monitor the noise level of the show. La Brea tells Kermit that to keep the noise down, he has to cut the trumpets for the show. Kermit tries to keep La Brea busy while Dizzy performs. At last, things turn out all right, because La Brea reveals that he's a big fan of the trumpetist, and he accompanies Dizzy and the Electric Mayhem on saxophone in the closing number. This episode sounds like it's going to be a really fun episode, Megan. I can't wait to have watched it. I can't wait to have watched it either. And I have to tell you, it was I love this episode. This is one of my favorite Muppet, Muppet episodes of this all time This was such ever. a cool episode. I had heard the name Dizzy Gillespie for a while. Yeah. You know, I was familiar with the name. I'm saying his name right, right? Yeah, Dizzy okay. Gillespie. I'm like, I've been familiar with his name. I've probably heard some of his music and stuff. But I don't think I've ever seen him perform in any capacity. Mm-hmm. And holy shit. Otherworldly. I've never seen a per- anything like this before in my entire life. Yeah, it was he's so the real deal. Cool. He's the real deal. So before we go through the um, sketches and mm-hmm. songs or whatever, I want you to, for this episode, I want you to guess my A, favorite part of this episode. Your favorite part of the episode. And okay. while we're going through it. Mm-hmm. And my one disappointment with the episode. And your one disappointment. Okay. If we if we approach it and I don't guess, oh, I'll tell you. You'll let me know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll, we're not gonna have to wait until the end. We're gonna we're gonna reveal it. Well, live. I'll I'll if you don't guess my one disappointment, I'll tell you that at the end. But okay. when we get to my favorite sketch, okay. if you don't guess it, I think I might. I t- I, you're gonna okay. know. So cold <laughs> open. Scooter knocks on Gillespie's dressing room door and finds him playing with a marionette. Say, Diz, Kermit does have one rule for this show. What's that? No puppets allowed. <laughs> this was wild. I was like, uh-huh. oh my God, there's a marionette. And then I was like, you know what? They definitely had a marionette puppet in the first season. They had like, remember they used to have the guest puppeteers? Oh, yeah. 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 That was a thing that was really kind of let go for now. Oh, well, yeah. I haven't seen anything like that in mm-hmm. a little while, right? And I only remember that guest puppeteer specifically because it reminded me of uh, being John Malkovich when John Cusack is a fucking puppeteer. And you still never I've seen that movie. still never seen that movie. In all the years we've been friends and in all the years we've been doing this podcast together, you've brought it up so many times. It's one of my favorites. 
I still, I, so, I really need to see it. it and, and, like, there's so many parts I love of that movie. And, of course, I love Katherine Keener. But especially mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, what's her name? I don't feel like I have the right to love Katherine Keener, but I love Katherine Keener. And I only know her from two things. What? I know her from The 40-Year-Old Virgin. I have not ver- ever seen that movie. That's a no movie I can't, I can't watch you ready? like that. And, uh, not anymore, especially. I mean, I watched it when I watched Never, it. That's yeah. all I'll say. Mm-mm. And Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, I've seen that. She's but the I... mom in Where the Wild Things oh, Are. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Remember that movie? She I might. She might have been the mom in Percy Jackson also. I've seen that movie, too. And the yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen O did, like, the Karen soundtrack. Karen O did, yeah. yeah. The soundtrack's very good. The yeah. whole movie's very good. But that's another one that I haven't watched in a long time. I know. I haven't watched it either. I, I don't got to be honest. I don't really want to rewatch I don't know it. that I need to either. It's, yeah. One, yeah. When your time is running out, like, every day is, like, another day closer as you get older. And it's to like, just watch things that remind you of that. Yeah. I'm like, like, I no. don't... <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Yeah, I don't need it either. No, but it was a good movie. I liked yeah. it. It was definitely a really cool, like, um, interpolation, maybe is the right word, of that book. Like, they took, you know, what, 20 pages and then turned it into an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Pretty successfully and without, I don't know, I think it was done well. It was good because I think it was a movie that, like, an entire family could enjoy, but it yeah. was, like, deep enough for, like... And they're, they did a really cool mix of, like, um, practical puppetry and, um, yeah. like, CG. Yeah. Very cool. But... Um, back to being John Malkovich, Cameron Diaz is like, you've never seen her like this. Uh-huh. It's stupid. Uh-huh. But in it, like, you're just laughing. Like, Cameron like, Diaz is not real. Is super underrated, I think. I don't think she's like under celebrated. My we'll girlfriend, Lisa, yeah. would not. She loves Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate is her favorite. She will fucking talk about she how won't watch much the she, sweetest thing with she you. won't watch the sweetest thing and i'm like why don't and i like selma blair too so i'm like uh-huh. why wouldn't you just watch that movie with yeah. me? it's so dumb it's got three great things in it it's selma dumb blair. it's funny and if you want like that dead to me show yeah why not white women getting up yeah but trouble. she as soon as i went to rent it and i maybe rented it like on amazon uh-huh. and i'm going to play it she's, i'm not watching this she can't <laughs> i don't like that woman i'm like oh my god give me a break it's um Give me a break. How about The Mask? When's the last time you watched The Mask? I was just going to defend Cameron Diaz and say she's not bad. She just is sometimes in bad things. You know? They call me Cuban Pete. (laughs) That movie's stupid as hell, too. I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. Oh, God. You don't need to watch that movie. All right. So Kermit announces the guest and proclaims that tonight even Statler and Waldorf will have a good time. Waldorf pipes up and says that Statler isn't here tonight as he's sick. Of the show. He assures Kermit that he won't get lonely since his wife is using Statler's ticket. She arrives after powdering her nose <laughs> to a round of laughter at the fact that she looks just like Statler. Um, <laughs> is Statler. Is Statler. Has a different voice, but same Muppet. Just, yes. It's, it's just, just like the Fozzie mom. Uh-huh. It's just Statler with a wig. Statler with a when wig. When Waldorf says his wife's name is Astoria. Oh, my God. Kermit frowns to the camera and says, it figures, immediately alluding to the joke that the married couple share the name of the famous hotel. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. When you have to explain a joke, you know. I know, right? (laughs) So Astoria gets things started by counting off the beat for the opening number. Against a glittery background, a fish singer performs Blue Fish Blues with the Gills Brothers. She finishes the number in a collapse punctuated by the sound of splashing water. 
This was fucking great. There was so much neat stuff in this episode. It's like... Did you ever see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? No. Of course I saw a, bio- a biopic, right? <laughs> That's oh. the final work of... Um, um, oh my goodness. The Black yeah. Panther. Right? I believe that was his last thing he was in. Oh, yes, he was. Yep, 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 Why yep. can't I think of his name? Oh, uh, Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. thank you. Yes, so this was giving me, like, Ma Rainey vibes. I liked yeah. it. It was very bluesy. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was a, this fish Muppet. Yeah. It, this fish Muppet is giving me Rocco's Modern Life. Like, yes. the mouths of the big heads. Yeah, even the green ones kind of remind me of, like, you know, you remember those two lizards from Rocco's Modern Life? Oh, yeah, Life? the, the like, Siegfried and Roy, but they're the lizards. Yes. Yeah. and they, like, it's kind of like the nerd from The Simpsons. They, like, kind of work everywhere. Oh, they work they're, everywhere, like, yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Siegfried and Roy. I didn't even put that together. They are. Did I start going on a journey watching ro- every episode of Rocco's Modern Life with the big heads in it so I could absolutely find Mr. Big Head saying, so like, after, Beverly? After the Beverly Sills episode, I just texted you and I was like, listen, dude, I edited that thing and I tried like a motherfucker to find you Ed Big Head saying Beverly. He calls her Bev all the time. And like, dude, he never says it like that. But he does. He definitely says Beverly. I need to find I it. I know he so does. I'm on I a mission. I can't find it. I will watch every episode one of with the big things. heads in it. So backstage, Kermit is confronted by Inspector La Brea of the County Environmental Department regarding complaints about noise of the show. The inspector assures him that it's not from applause or laughter. But the music is the problem. Using a machine to monitor the sound levels, he demonstrates that strings are okay, but brass, especially the trumpet, is murder. Fozzie enters and says it's time to introduce Dizzy Gillespie. But Kermit tries to mask the identity of their guest by insisting that it's actually Izzy Gillespie, one of the world's greatest violinists. After a swift kick to the leg, Fozzie gets it and takes the inspector down to the canteen. Which Gladys don't live here no more. I know. I wish they would explain where Gladys went. Maybe she went and opened her own diner. I just said a reference that I forgot about. To the song Shaniqua don't live here no more? Yes. Yes. And this morning, I don't know what's happening with me. Hey, is Shaniqua there? Hell Hell no. no. (laughs) Shaniqua don't live here no more. Tell me you haven't forgotten about that song. I definitely did. I totally forgot about that song. And I remember the video, too. There was a video even? Oh, God, It feels like one of those songs that was, that's it. There's no more song to it than just, is Shaniqua there? Hell Hell no. no. Do you know the Cholo song? No. Like a cholo, side to elbows up, side to side. I looked no. that song up this morning because all I don't know why it just came to me. I'm like, uh-huh. I haven't heard this song and I haven't thought about this song. Yeah. And so same with Shaniqua. Okay, so Kermit introduces Dizzy as one of the living legends of jazz to perform St. Louis Blues. A bongo player sits in the Electric Mayhem for what would be his only performance with the band. Astoria thinks it wasn't too bad and asks Waldorf what they pay him. By the way, how much do they pay you? (laughs) Pay me? Of course! Can you imagine some poor stupid turkey doing this for nothing? But then he comments back and he's like, gobble gobble, (laughs) which is funny. Um, This... This episode has a lot of the electric mayhem in it. And a lot hey, of them. And I'm here for it. Yeah, man. I Okay, so this is our first entry into Dizzy performing Look on this episode. Cheeks. His cheek. It's so impressive. Megan, his neck. Like, when he, like, 
takes in air or however he's doing i have a trumpet and i can't figure it out but anytime he like he inhales to exhale he blows his whole head up to do it it's the most insane thing i've ever seen yeah i've never seen his neck was full of air (laughs) i don't know that there's anywhere to put it there (laughs) it doesn't make any sense to me and then like i love it this is like a flash forward but he makes reference to how he has to kind of do like a bullfrog thing at oh, the yeah. end of this episode. And he truly does. That's the only thing you compare it to is he he looks like a bullfrog. It's insane. It is insane. And the sound that comes out of it is beautiful. He it's is, so impressive. I know. He's really incredible. I mean, that's why he's one of the greats. And you can see why. I, I He looks, he's one of the greats. I don't know that anyone else can do this. No, Just no, no. looking at the way he does it. Like, <laughs> Absolutely not. How could any? I'm, he probably has like a genetic mutation plus he's practiced it. Yes, you know what I mean? It's like that perfect storm yeah, of he's like. He's an X-Men. Yeah, it's in his, it's literally the, in him. His talent as an X-Men is he plays the trumpet. What an impressive performer. Holy shit. I know. And I feel like we've watched. We've watched so many episodes. Liberace. Yeah. We've watched, you know, all of these, like, you know, we've watched a lot of performers <laughs> we on the show. We definitely did. And there, nothing has held a candle to Dizzy Gillespie. Like, this is insane. Insane. Holy, holy shit. I know. He's a fucking phenomenal performer. So the song he sang, he performed rather, not to say sang, St. Louis Blues was written by W.C. Handy in 1914. I bet you uh, Lisa's son, Benjamin, knows all about that song. He's probably got an original pressing, you think, yeah. in his room? Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next, Zoot and Floyd play a Muppet jazz riff on a street bench. Slim Wilson, performed here by Jim Henson, passes by and asks if they know how to get to Carnegie Hall. You, hey, you gotta get to you Carnegie are, actually, Hall. Actually, can you, you go, do yeah. Floyd replies? Practice, man. Practice. <laughs> laughing, Zoot adds. <laughs> The old ones are the best ones. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. But I love these, like, random Muppets. Like, he has one of those, like, newsboy hats. I don't yeah. know what to call that. And he has, so this like, is Slim Wilson. Slim is this Wilson, our... yeah. Oh, okay. Of Lou Bach Lou and yeah, the he's been Jug around. Hunters. Okay. It's he's just he, he has a very different look. Practice, man. Practice. Which is very funny. It's a very old joke. How do you mm-hmm. get to Carnegie Hall? But mm-hmm. they're just, like, hanging out on the bench. And I'm assuming... What's funny is, I'm sure this is, like, New York. They, they're they pretending they're in New York. Oh, for sure, yeah. it's Carnegie Hall, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, this little sketch reoccurs in this episode. Uh-huh. But it's very much, like, it feels New York to me. But they're in London. But their other, like, studio is in New York. Yes. So, like, they're, they feel very much both. Yeah, it's like they're pretending to be in New York. But, like, they kind of are in New York, right? Like because They're surrounded with New Yorkers. They exist in New yeah, York. Yeah, they exist in New and, York. Yeah, they brought New York to London, basically. It's like when you go, have you ever gone somewhere or visited with somebody and you're talking about, like, where you live or where you are and you accidentally say here? Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, we I've been living here for, like, whatever. But, like, you're with them uh-huh. in, like, a different state Yeah, it's just, like, like the that. language that yeah, you would usually that's use. That's what I feel like is going on for them. Yeah. They're like, yeah, New York. <laughs> here in New York. And they're like in London. And it's like, we're not in New York. We're on a Hey man, you're not in New stage. York. Okay, so backstage Fosse apologizes for almost tipping off the noise inspector, but warns Kermit that the Swedish chef is mashing potatoes on his anvil. Gladys would have kept him in line. And yeah. I'm I'm like really disappointed that Gladys is gone. So am I. They need another like piggy tries to be 
She tries to keep everyone in in check, mm-hmm. but she she can't help it. She also has to be piggy. Yeah. So like she can't be running, you know. Yeah, she's concentrating on herself. Yeah. She's, I just imagine her <laughs> looking in the mirror in that movie, <laughs> A Christmas Carol. <laughs> La Brea runs away from the chef in fear of the noise as Kermit warns Floyd and Zoot not to make any more musician jokes. So yeah, could have this this was probably the low point of this episode for me. Mm-hmm. I think that this like transition really brought nothing to the table, and they could have used. It's I, a I don't cute like idea, used, yeah. but it's just not like I don't an know. anvil. Like what? What is? What's the context of the Swedish chef using an anvil for something? Know. Yeah, it makes no. Like they could have done. They could have had Crazy Harry uh-huh. blow him up. Remember how many uh, explosions they used to do? Yeah, Crazy Harry was like also like fully like going nuts, blowing shit up last season. Yeah, and, yeah, you're right. So season one and two is full of like that was back when they said they're they're old like oh they didn't know how to get out of a bit blow something up or yeah. eat everything you know <laughs> and yeah they haven't blown anything up in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Floyd back on stage again is awoken up is woke. He's woken up on the street bench by a police crash chase crash. I can't read either. What you know what I have to tell you I have to tell you. The way that this wiki is written is uh, not it's so colo- unnatural. Yeah, it's very unnatural. It really is. I think somebody needs to. Actually, it should be me. I'll put all these uh, little synopses summaries uh-huh. into Chat GPT, and I'll ask them to rewrite it for me, and they will. And I'll be way more succinct and coherent. I will try it again. Yeah, Go I ahead. forgot my glasses also. So I forgot my fl- glasses also. Yeah, okay. How'd you drive here? I don't know. It was raining. <laughs> oh too. my. God. Oh my god. Floyd back on stage again is awoken is woken up on the street bench by a police chase crash. He asks Zoot what it is. Like why don't they say by a police chase with a crash or or a car a police a car chase, right? Megan, all of this is just for this joke. I know. Anyway. B flat. B flat. And he plays the note on his sax. And then I love this picture, though, of Floyd sort of, like, leaning over on the bench. The way he, like, so exhausted. I love his bell bottoms. Yeah. Floyd has, like, all of the may- all of the mayhem are really costumed very cool. I but, like, love their costumes. Floyd's yeah. a really cool dude. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah, man. He's definitely, I think, British, even mm-hmm. though he's not. Yeah. He is like an American, like, hey, man, like, very California vibe. Or he's, like, pseudo fake. Megan, we're approaching your favorite thing. I have quite the feeling. So let's get this one out of the way. You ready? No, it's In, not. I No, I know. Uh. In Veterinarian's <laughs> Hospital, a pig has returned to the operating table and proclaims to Miss Piggy, I love you, I love you, I love you. Piggy replies, only three times? Last week, you loved me four times. Then Dr. Bob... And Nurse Janice arrive and suggest performing brain surgery on the pig, given his crush on the pig. This is too funny because it's like there were very specific jokes. Like uh-huh. he was like, "What do you? What's wrong with him? Like he needs brain surgery, obviously, because yeah, he likes, yeah, because he loves piggy." Doctor Bob said he had a brother, Doctor Bob, Doctor Bob, who was a comedian. Oh, because they okay. He fell into a mold of. Optical glass. He made a spectacle of himself. Jesus and this Christ. joke doesn't hold up because, again, they don't. Well, I guess they maybe make telescopes. I'm fully prepared right now, cracking my knuckles, to suggest that this UK spot. I didn't even 
know it was the UK spot. Where Jerry and the Actrix perform Do What Diddy Diddy was your favorite. Everything about this sketch is fucking perfect. The people that they zoom up on in this sketch the whole time perfect. You're like wishing for for Jerry for for um you're wishing for Gladys, and here's parts of her. Exactly. She's thrown Just, about this sketch. Exactly. This is, I would say, my vote for one of the top UK spots. And when we finish, so. when we get through the, you know, five seasons of this, yeah. we need to pick our like, we need to do like a favorite. a best of each yeah, season. Of each Maybe season. we'll yeah. do one episode where it's the best of season one, best of season yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. That. And this, I think, will will have proven to be like the best UK spot. Well, of the of season, all. maybe, but I think of all time. Yeah, I think One you're of right. Them. And like even well, another big UK spot that I love is when they did when the Mayhem did New York State of Mind. Oh yeah, like that of was course terrific. I love that. But this, I don't think anything is compared to this. This the, is ridiculous. New York State of Mind was performed pretty straight by the Mayhem. The the the. Uh, Jerry and the Atrix, they're so unhinged and they are unhinged. It's just something. It was so special. It was this very, is very wonderful. That's a great way to describe it. It is. It was special. When we watched this episode, I was watching it with my wife, and I was like, "Oh, Me-. I literally said Megan's gonna lose her mind." I was. <laughs> I was not playing any video games. I'm so done with Assassin's Creed, and I've mm-hmm. played other video games since we talked about how boring Assassin's Creed is. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting up here in this room, and I'm and Lisa's office is below mine, and I'm literally cracking up hysterically. <laughs> Like she could hear me. <laughs> I am cracking up yeah. at this part. And like I think I was watching it and I, I had forgotten what they were called. And then I see the drum head and I am reminded Jerry and the Atrix and I get another like hooty laugh out of myself. It this all all around. This was <laughs> solid gold. Solid no fucking gold. I'm so <laughs> glad that it's a really cool thing that these pieces that were created to fill time where we would usually have a commercial in the states have been like kept with the program mm-hmm. so that we can watch them on Disney Plus or watch them on DVD or how, I mean they didn't ever made a season 4 DVD but like that they were archived and kept whole in some manner is so cool because it's a surprise that something like this didn't just get thrown out. I know. And I know? wonder if Nickelodeon cut one of these other sketches and put that in because yeah, it's I guess hilarious. We'll see in the um no spoilers. down there. Okay, so up next, Dizzy, Floyd, and Zoot perform a little bit of diss. Astoria asks her husband, Why do you come here and put up with this irritating, mindless, incessant nonsense when you can stay home with me? Waldorf has no comment. I love that. But he said no comment. <laughs> And I was like, well, at least he didn't, like, really insult her. He was gentle. And it's kind of funny because it's like, it's like, you know, why do you go home? Like, Jim was never home Mm -hmm. with his wife. No. Jane. (laughs) So it's like. Just saying. (laughs) The puppet's asking. (laughs) Backstage, La Brea asks Kermit if he has a permit to keep livestock. Piggy asks Kermit if this is the guy he wants her to charm. She puts on her flirtatious routine, prompting the inspector to add a sow to his list. You know, rhymes with cow. Disgusted, she hauls off and whacks La Brea so hard that the noise machine that the noise machine goes into alarm mode until Piggy tells it to shut up. She goes, Shut up! But I have to say, this like I hate when people insult Piggy. However, Mm-hmm. Frank Oz 
is so fucking amazing at, like, at playing getting his that piggy. insult and turning it out. Like, and, like, his little, like, comments, like, hey, or uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Like, the whatever. However <laughs> he plays her is so good. She's really becoming Piggy the way I feel like I know and yeah. remember Piggy. Yeah, absolutely. Piggy, Piggy, Piggy. Back on the street bench, Zoot and Floyd are joined by yeah. Animal playing with the trash can lids as drums in another Muppet jazz riff until oh Mary Louise shouts from her apartment window, Do you know there's a little old lady sleeping up here? Zoot replies, No, but hum a few no, bars. No, man, we'll hum a few it. bars and we'll fake it, man. Do you get it? I think I do. <laughs> it's basically, it's like saying, she, like, do you know, like, do you know the song? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and because now, playing... I didn't get it. You're right. Yeah. You, you helped <laughs> me. I get it now. I really wish Oscar, Oscar the Grouch was in one of these trash cans. Mm-hmm. He lives there. He should have been. Why can't they just, like, he just pokes his head yeah. and he, like, winks at the camera and moves yeah. on. Okay, for his act, Fozzie keeps getting interrupted by Astoria, who delivers a punchline. Oh, my God. Astoria was telling the rest of Fozzie's jokes for him constantly. And each joke lands with a laugh, ending with Astoria showering him with accolades in the form of cheers from the audience. But it was fake praise. She insulted him after, and I was like... You're ready for her to go home at this point? well, it's like, I hate when people are like, are fake, nice, and cheering people on, and then they're like, oh, that sucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why do you have to be so shitty about yeah, it? Yeah, I don't really love that either. I You're think right. it's mean. That, it's like, like, just say like, oh, you know, that was a nice try, or, mm-hmm. you know, or like, That mean-spirited of like. It's mean-spirited. Giving like, oh, good job, good it's job. patronizing. And then turning to your friend and being like, yikes, yeah, could you imagine, yeah, or whatever. That's Yeah, it's very weird. Yuck. I don't like it. I don't and like it. And that's my guy Fozzie, played by Frank Oz, again. This is like, okay, I feel like this is the longest Muppet Wikia entry we've I ever know. read from. Oh, what not? Asks Floyd and Zoot on the street bench. Crosstown buses run all night. And then the hipsters reply, Duda, Duda. That was a much better reading than I would have Can't done. Can't Tom Reese sing this song, Duda, Duda. <laughs> Backstage, Kermit comes clean with the sound inspector and discovers that Dizzy Gillespie's Dizzy Gillespie is La Brea's all-time favorite. Kermit says he'll let him sit in with him on the saxophone if he forgets about the noise audit. Yeah, but also it's like, yo, Dizzy Gillespie's your fave, and you're like talking shit about the trumpet from the yeah. You're like it's a like... noise policeman, like literally, you're the noise police. That's yeah, insane. Cheap Trick doesn't even sing a song about that. God. <laughs> The noise police. The dream police. So La Brea joins the final number uh, as a swinging civilian servant in the Arabian-themed rendition of Swing Low Sweet Cadillac with Janice, Animal, Several Whatnots, and Sopwith the Camel. I'm just over Uh here. Excuse me? Uh Uh-huh. They are literally dressed like... Why? I don't even know if the context why? is right for all of this. You know what I mean? It's and like w- they just why? have like Arab tropes of all kinds, and it's like he's dressed as sort of like a, a, a swami or something. I don't know. Yeah. And he's like, but he's playing the the bongos or like the drums. Yeah, the I can't figure drums, that really out either. Which is pretty cool. He doesn't tr- yeah. play the trumpet in this part. And then this song 
sounds like, um... I mean, it's a, a rearranging of Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Yeah, it's American song. Yes, and uh, this is Dizzy's Swing rearranging Low, of it Cadillac. from 67. Yeah. And it, it's a great rendition, but it just felt like the background didn't go with the song. And I was yeah. like, wait, what? Did y'all just want the camel in there? I Sometimes I can't figure them out. Like, yeah, did you want to try to <laughs> fit a, like the camel a, into this it? This is, like, sort of racist or whatever. And now, if you tell me, like, oh, Dizzy came to, like, meet us and, uh, you know, we and were trying to figure out what loves... we were. And he saw the camel and he fell in love yeah. and he wanted to do something with the camel. Fine. I don't know. I do feel like we need a little and bit like, of an explanation into sometimes. And, like, the Middle East and it's his thing and, he, and he's been, like, really influenced by certain things. And, like, I want to hear that. But, like, otherwise... Yeah. What, what are you doing? Who put him in this costume? I don't... I don't even want to blame Dizzy Gillespie for this. No. But, like, the song is Swing Low Sweet Cadillac. Uh-huh. Why aren't they in a Cadillac? I don't know. Like, yeah, you're doing, like, they, a, like, um... They literally have a camel there, and somebody is, has that, like, Saudi Arabian, like, sort of, like, one of the characters. Do you know what I mean? Like, the headdress, the male yeah. headdress. I, don't, I obviously have no idea. I'm, like, very ignorant when it comes to, like, what different clothing items are called yeah yeah no i i i don't understand either and i mean no warning on this episode no i didn't see a warning i guess this is not <laughs> insensitive at least it's not a white person yeah, 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 you know yeah. like oh my god speaking of racism and white people uh-huh. <laughs> did you hear that i i couldn't even read the article so don't ask me what it says uh-huh. but I think Gwen Stefani was Oh my god, Megan. I like skimmed a tweet today <laughs> I about it. I couldn't it. even read it because I was, was like, cringing. I think it's something it. to the effect of like Gwen Stefani defends her choice to like identify as Japanese in the early aughts or whatever. Look, I get like there was like that really cute video and the album or whatever, but mm-hmm. like she literally had them like like with her and not speak she English. She had those four women. The whole Love, time. Love, Angel, yeah. Music, and Baby were their names. They were like her entourage. They were her entourage. They were also the namesake of her brand at the time. She had a brand called Lamb, and that's why they were called Love, Angel, Music, Baby. The Harajuku girls that followed her around. I mean, I'm glad those girls were getting paid. And I like, hope whatever. they were appropriately. Oh, they were. Yeah. But yeah, the whole thing is so fucking weird, and it's like... I don't know. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, people were, like, yelling at, well, like, commenting on her, like, wearing the bindi in the, like, first album and stuff. Yeah. But I have to say, like, the bindi, not to, like, stick up for her, but, like, mm-hmm. at that time, that was, like, in a, like, a style, yeah. like, an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yin-yang necklaces. Yeah, it was, like, a whole, a uh, whole There was Eastern a whole thing, weird yeah. mix of, like, yeah. kind of, like, um, piecemealing, you know. Yeah, I don't. I love the look that she has on that album cover. I can't help it. Tragic Kingdom. Uh-huh. I, I yeah. like. I remember just like looking at the pictures of her and just thinking like, "Wow, she's like the coolest person." Mm-hmm. I'm talking like I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. She was like, I was like, I it's wish 1997. I could, yeah. It's no, it's earlier than 97. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's like I was little. I was still getting babysat because um, I don't know how long I must have been ten in 97. I, it was probably before I was ten. Yeah. Anyway. But the whole Harajuku, Juka, Juku, Harry, Harajuku girl I, thing. I think. Oh my god! I too. I'm pronouncing to it even, the way she used to pronounce yeah, it. So I, it's too who's to for say? Me, me to even read, and she yeah. like. Is, she, once I read that she identified as Japanese, I was like, I no. Oh no! I'm like maybe her grandma is. Or Rachel Dolezal. What the fuck? 
<laughs> but yeah, like I'm just like, you know, and I get it. Like some people do identify in certain things or like they run in cer- certain circles or whatever. Yeah. And like I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't I don't necessarily I know minded, how Gwen Stefani came to be Chinese. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how you can be approached with the how did you do X thing? Why did you do X thing? 20 years ago yeah, but, and, and then go you don't know. go oh i liked it like yeah. i i don't want to look at a picture of myself from five years ago yeah you know what i mean and i'll be like oh god i don't know what i was thinking Same. with whatever thing you know what i mean how could she have the wherewithal to look back and go like oh no that was good i'm happy with those choices that i made she's been through a lot with a lot of the people in her life who, uh-huh. who knows who even knows what goes on with Gwen Stefani? If Tony would have just given her that attention. Don't speak. Oh, Do you think we would have to deal with any of this? Quiz. Actually, though, the, didn't like their like tumultuous. Or was it Adrian? Which one? It was one of them in No Doubt. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know. Whichever one. Yeah, whichever one. Oh, how do you remember the No Doubt com- uh, commercial video, music video? I watched it the other day. For Don't Speak? Yeah. Um, soundstage performance. Lots of Gwen solo looking at things, right? Like looking maybe through like a vase or something. Am I right at all? No. It, it's almost a soundstage. Okay. Um, oh my God, you know what? I'm Now I'm getting it confused with... Um, I, think might be, think... I might be getting it confused with Sunday morning. Sunday morning, okay. But no, I, I, I watched the Don't Speak video. Mm-hmm. It's them... It's just shots of them in concert. Oh, okay. And then like them from the photo shoot of the album. So really with the orange remember because the whole thing yeah. was like citrus and yeah it was very like southern california like yeah and it's also um like her it's like a, it tells a story of like the media wanting to see her and not like the rest of the band yeah and stuff like that it's very i feel like bad. i can recall this like that like the the like pulling her yeah, closer yeah, yeah. to the thing and then like pushing them to the side. They have mixed feelings because they want to be successful and stuff yeah. like that, but it was it's yeah. like really weird. And I mean, No Doubt also is very interesting in that she was not a founding member of No Doubt either. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. What? Why? I didn't know that. Her brother was a founding oh. member of No Doubt. She was brought in and then it kind of, I think that they got more attention with just her and then he eventually left the band. Yeah. Behind the music, You ready Doug? for this really weird, interesting yeah. thing? Scott Ackerman was almost a member of No Doubt. That is way random. Very weird. Okay. Very weird. <laughs> All right. We need to get back on track. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> after this um, performance of Swing Low, Sweet Cadillac um, with a camel, Dizzy tells Kermit how much he admires frogs and demonstrates how they blow their cheeks. Kermit says he can't do that. But he, but he can close the show, which he does. I like when he shows this final. I love that he had to put his finger on his lips to like. Oh yeah, do it. Really like, bring it well, home, he had to you know. Hold it. To like really, he needed that extra pressure that you would get from the trumpet to yeah, cause show. Yeah, because he does the um, umbature. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's insane. I'm. I can't. I'm mesmerized by this picture. Yeah. Man. So 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 so. Dizzy so, Gillespie so cool. is the man. I'm just gonna say that. After the credits, Waldorf and Astoria let loose with a loud boo. And the boo to them. Go home. To set the monitor off. La Brea enters their box and says, that's it. The show's canceled. And the two rejoice. That's ridiculous. All in all, like, okay, save for the last weird performance, which was still good. It just, like, it's 
set didn't make any sense or like whatever. It was disjointed. This it was very disjointed. Okay. This episode on a whole was pretty good oh, though. This episode was great. Yeah. Um Okay, now guess my one disappointment. Your one disappointment. It was not the um, the camel in that number and well, all that? Well, besides, no, it wasn't that. So what's your disappointment? Gonzo wasn't in this episode. Gonzo's not! <gasps> so Dave Goals obviously Gonzo's plays not here. Brea, Yeah. But Gonzo's not in the episode at all, and Gonzo plays a trumpet. So I don't understand. Yeah, what the fuck? Why Gonzo and Dizzy, like... Gonzo blows his trumpet in the beginning of this episode, and it makes like that, da, 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 like that, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. Dave Wills plays Inspector Labrea Zoot and uh, Atri- oh, the Atrix drummer, and he plays the pig the in the Atrix hospital. The Atrix drummer, I love that. I'm like Atrix. Here's That's such this a weird note. Are you reading song. the notes? I'm going to read one. Go for it. This is the only episode of the Muppet Show where Fozzie says "Waka Waka." After having originally said it in the Muppets movie. No goddamn way. So, whoa. What everyone holds up as his, like, full-on catchphrase. He did it a lot in Muppet Babies, though. Wow. Oh, my God. So, this is, like, this is me now looking through every episode of the Muppet Show to find Fozzie saying Waka Waka so I can edit our Rocco's Modern Life podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't ever happen. No, Ice will find. Beverly? That's so wild. Yeah. This is the only episode of the Muppet Show where Fozzie says Waka Waka. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Wow, this was this was an important episode. It was, and it was solid. It was a good episode. Well, next week we're going to watch the Liza Minnelli episode, Megan. I don't know. Are you excited yeah. about Liza that Liza Minnelli at all? turns on a lamp. Liza, we're going to be late. We're going to be watching episode 414, Liza Minnelli. The Muppets present a murder mystery. Kermit is a private eye hired by Liza Ooh. O'Shaughnessy, an actress <laughs> whose production is being terrorized by a killer. The director, Fritz, played by Strange Pork, is shot. Is shot. <laughs> Yeah, is shot. The police assign Petrer. Petrer. The police assign Patrol Bear to the case, and he interrogates the cast. I don't want to go any further without spoiling things. Wait, are you down below on this episode? Where? Okay, so no, you're reading the next episodes. So interesting. Sorry to uh, cut yeah, you I off go and backtrack to... this. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the notes. It says, previous episode is Phyllis George. Next episode is Liza Minnelli. That's oh, why I oh, read yeah, the yeah, Phyllis yeah. George oh, yeah. information, because it was all out of whack. Okay. Disney Plus sorts confused. things differently. I got so confused. And I feel like we should be keeping up with the Disney Plus sort, right? Because that's how most folks can approach this. How else this. are you going to watch it? Yeah, because season four was never put on DVD. Yeah. So, okay. Um, watch the Sorry next episode that. with us. Watch the message Liza Minnelli episode. Us. And thank you for the message. Message us. Join us next week where we'll be talking about the Liza Minnelli episode. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Dizzy Gillette.